Welcome to another episode of PG Radio. I'm your host Prakar Gupta and on this episode of my podcast I bring to you two of my favorite travel bloggers from Instagram Kriti and Vrinda or more commonly over gin and coffee and I don't know which one's gin and which one's coffee because both of them bring like a very very interesting flavor to the table it's been a phenomenally long conversations I've been doing longer episodes since I came to India but this one was far more interesting it was it was so it was so so authentically grounded in someone's reality that it communicated to me a sense of an organic effort towards something that people genuinely like instead of diluting your skills and talents for the sake of commercial interests um kriti and vrinda have been running this travel blog which they which they fashion as more than a travel blog as 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 also a literary blog as also a thought influencing portal and and within the scope of it they've been trying to trying to influence people on mental health issues on 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 issues of courage especially women of india one of the more interesting facts that i came during the research to this podcast is that india my home country is has one of the lowest female labor participation rates and what 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 that tells me is that people like vrinda and kriti are trend setters in some way they they bring culture to the table they encourage women to travel backpack you know luxury travel whatever they, they they encourage women to do that alone at 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 fairly young ages um at, i think i think they're both early in in their early 20s without much further ado i'm going to put you through to vrinda and kriti right now I want to take a quick second out to remind you that you can subscribe to my podcast if you like its content. The subscribe button is right at the top of your app screen. Thank you and enjoy the show. No me only stop trying to make me repeat my name every time I start this. On this episode of my podcast, I'm here with Overgin and Coffee, uh, one of the more artistically vibrant Instagram pages that I know. Uh, over gin and coffee is comprised of Kriti Sethi and Vrinda Singh. Did I get your names right? Yeah. <laughs> Just messing with y'all. Um, and I'm going to let them talk about their stuff. It's it's quite interesting what they do uh, with their artistic talent on 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 this particular page. So let me get straight to it. What is over gin and coffee? You want to start? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a combined effort. So I mean, it's our platform for expression. Uh-huh. whatever we feel and uh, like whatever whatever our thoughts are we try to express it on our blog yeah. right we like photography and we like to travel and we also liked to write about right. that it's yeah we document so, our lives on, yeah. on there like that's so, that's mm-hmm. what it is mm-hmm. and then it has sort of a bloggish appeal to it because you guys generated a lot of people who invest their likes and their comments onto your space yeah, too, right? because we like share very real pieces of ourselves so i think people relate to that right and that's the reason we started have, getting a little more traction uh, recently mm-hmm. yeah right okay yeah but the thing is to like we want to be real with it and original with it and authentic with it so mm-hmm. it it just glow, uh, flows accordingly mm-hmm. so if people like like if you're doing st- stuff authentically and you're being true to yourself i think people will just get along with that and relate to that right. and then they'll come to you so we right. didn't have to go out of the way and do something to get any attraction or followers or anything right. it was just us doing whatever we loved whatever uh-huh. we liked to talk about that mm-hmm. was all there and so when i first found you guys out when i first looked you up and and i and i, and I went over your blog and and from what i heard from common friends that we have i thought you guys were an exclusively like a travel blog but it turns out 
it's more like a travel themed blog where like traveling is yeah. like a narrative yeah, 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 yeah. would so you say that yeah it started out precisely with traveling so if you see the first few posts it's all just travel like there's this uh, we're not there at all right. so then we started exploring with it a bit so like what more can we do can we like we started flatly photography recently we started uh-huh. experimenting with our clothes with ourselves with right. our write ups with everything so it's grown only since the beginning uh-huh. yeah like travel is one common theme yeah. that is throughout our blog but mm-hmm. apart from that we address mental health mm-hmm. we address feminism mm-hmm. or whatever's going on whatever we think we want to be vocal about we right. are, we address that in so our blog things that you'd be interested Yeah, yeah exactly right. that can right. be anything that doesn't have to be just traveling mm-hmm. and traveling is a huge part of our lives mm-hmm. so we are showcasing our lives and the reason looks like a travel blog right now is because travel is a huge part of our lives right yeah. and that's what it is there. so how just just to put a quantity on it because like there's a there's a variety of ways in which people like to travel i have fashioned myself as some sort of a traveler myself like i think of myself as somebody who cannot stay in the same place for more than 3 months yeah. and will escape same, same, yes. right so how often do you guys make sure that you're on the road same i think 3 months yeah yeah like right. for me i think 3 months is yeah. a lot right like without traveling is yeah like much. i've got to know when my next trip is so mm-hmm. that i can you <laughs> like go through the next three yeah. months yeah, yeah, yeah exactly i see i see so traveling is this is the aesthetic and be behind which you present the actual girth of your thoughts yeah. right yeah exactly yeah. and and i've read some very very interesting stuff on there and i want to get to that as we as we go along the conversation as well but mm-hmm. i want to ask you how what is the story like how did the motivation for overgin and coffee appear to you guys like where, what was it just like sitting here drinking your beers you were like you know what origin and coffee like how did yeah. that work out i think it was slow like mm-hmm. it took us some time yeah. like we became we've always been friends but uh, over the past i think 3 years we started meeting more we started chilling more and uh, like slowly we used to talk about really like random shit mm-hmm. about the cosmos mm-hmm. about like, the universe you were stoners yeah. you were stoners yeah. like exactly and we we started talking about uh, having a platform for that that time traveling was not a thing we Big, wanted yeah. a platform for our thoughts mm-hmm. and obviously traveling started becoming a huge part of my life and mm-hmm. hers yeah. as well and then solely we realized ki let's let's do this together because intellectually we match like we really relate with each other mm-hmm. and so we realized we can share this like mm-hmm. it's our baby like right yeah exactly. wow very, very cute very cute moms out there huh? nice nice you know what i've always felt about people connecting intellectually it's not really people connect at the same level of thought it's that we understand each other's exactly. language right exactly. it's the words we used to describe things that matter yeah. like with with vinamra for instance i felt like the day one i met him i was like okay this guy i, I can be friends with because no matter how abstract like cosmos is an abstract thought right yeah. thinking about consciousness yeah. is an abstract thought no matter how abstract my line of thought is he knows what vocabulary i'm using to mean what is that yeah. the case with you both exactly like yeah we understand each other yeah and uh-huh. it's only grown like since the time we started traveling also i think that's evolved also and we've started getting to know each other a lot better mm-hmm. and, and like we're go- growing together we're changing yeah. we're not the same people we were 2 years ago right we're growing it together yeah right right yeah, right and right. we are like accepting of each other because of the fact that we could relate so much and be around with each other and each other's thoughts so much that's mm-hmm. when we decided that okay being doing this together would mm-hmm. would be a whole lot better mm-hmm. because we like we did it better together yeah because we can motivate each other constantly and it's not easy to 
have a blog. It's By not. yourself. No, it's really it's not. not. And it's not me. easy to put yourself <laughs> out there also. Like right. when there is somebody, like if you can hold somebody's hand and do it together, it's obviously better for you. Yeah. Plus there's so, different... so yeah. much competition. Like when we started, we remember talking that my bohat, bohat hai travel blogging mein. Yeah. and I remember saying that, you know, we'll just try it out right. and nahi hoga, but we'll just right. know that okay, we try it and it right. But didn't turn out that way. We got uh-huh. way yeah, more serious about like, it. It's not the motivation is not followers or you know money or like any of that. It's, it's a byproduct. It's like, like yeah, that's a that'll, that'll bonus come. that yeah. will come later. But the point is that I need to write about things now because of the blog. Right. So like it's a form of expression. So I need a, I need the blog mm-hmm. to express myself, not for money, not for followers. Even if we had four followers rather than fourteen thousand, mm-hmm. even then we would want to still write and mm-hmm. post because it pushes us to you know experiment with photography with writing. Writing, it pushes us to read more books so right. that we can talk about those books. Right. Yeah. So it's like an anchor of expression. Now yeah. you're anchored to this place, and now you have and to a motivation yeah. to get better, to constantly keep getting better. What else can we do there? Because people get bored of your content easily, right? right. So you want to you want to mix things up. So you want to do yeah. different things. You want to expand your horizons. And not just for that's people, what, for ourselves. Exactly, right. but that's like a motivation that huh. okay, right. I want to do better with this. What of course, I mean, I, I understand the people angle. Like I, I remember very clearly the first episode I was ever putting out as as I was pressing the upload button I could just feel my gut just yeah, coming yeah, out I was like yeah. people are going to make so much fun of me yeah. they're going to tell me I'm stupid as hell yeah. and so on I think in the beginning people do that right and yeah. as soon as it was uploaded I was like now what yeah. okay. <laughs> no, right okay. but no, now what happens is there is a certain level of accountability that bleeds into my work I am responsible for what I say I am responsible for how I say it and I'm responsible for the extent to which I can say it too. So every time I'm making a new piece of content, I cannot avoid the fact that people like y'all are going to be listening to it and I yeah. cannot mislead them yeah. or I cannot be unauthentic hmm. or I cannot not make content now. There's people, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, the, I think that is definitely, definitely one of the factors that it, you've painted out a subsidiary motivation that comes with doing something like yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. Right? exactly. But why... Over gin and coffee, why not over charas and chai? Why not something else? <laughs> See, I was just listing out names when we decided that, okay, now is the time we should do it. Right. So the first thing is, okay, name. So right. I was just writing, like in my notes, random things I was writing. Whatever sounded very aesthetically nice to me, whatever, just random mm-hmm. things. Right. And I thought, okay, coffee to hona chahiye. I love coffee so much. Coffee hona chahiye me blocking right, right, right. And then right. with coffee. It was, See, it's very random. Uh-huh. With coffee, gin worked really perfectly. I was like, okay, right. over gin and coffee. That's uh-huh. it. We really like the sound of it. Yeah. Like not it has literal. It yeah. has. And then like, later we like devote meaning into it that okay, it could be like you know, it's it's not just a travel blog. It could be anything we wanted to. Gin and coffee represent very contrasting vibes. Uh-huh. We can go whatever way we want to. Yeah, right. and that's we don't it. always have to go to beaches. We can go to mountains also. We don't always have to travel. We can do anything like. So there's a duality. We can travel yeah. over gin and coffee. We can have conversations over gin and coffee. Like there is something very yeah. interesting. Um, this one day I was sitting very bored back in my apartment in New York and I wanted to watch a film and I remembered I thought about a film that I wanted to watch and suddenly Queen on Netflix comes across. This is a slightly deeper, I don't want to go there but it feels like I should. Yeah. And it was such an interesting moment, I was like all my exes, all of them always have mentioned how great this film is so I'm going to try and watch it. And I tried to watch it like for the first 30, 35, 40 minutes. But I got so irritated by what's the what's the French girl the the, the tall ass Lisa Hayden's Lisa character Hayden. and I was like oh but what I realized in that moment was what they were doing essentially they were painting two starkly yeah. different personalities yeah. of every Delhi 
Punjab girl, girl urban girl right yeah. where one of them is very desi and the yeah, other is this migration to the yeah. west kind of a personality yeah. and i think you guys bring that well together because coffee is like an alt culture right yeah. and then gin yeah. is like an absolutely yeah, alt alt culture See, yeah. there's another meaning to that right. the beauty of the name <laughs> she's like yeah. i'm a genius okay shut up <laughs> yeah, that's like even with our travels uh, we are not always you know doing crazy shit we are not always going to beaches or right. we are not always trekking the mountains like udaipur like people are like why would you go to udaipur you're like young girls go a little if you have money to go on a trip why don't you just go to goa or uh-huh. you know bombay so that's what like we try to be is like different as possible like mm-hmm. we don't want to be known for you know traveling right. to Just one particular place mm-hmm. or talking about one single thing or right. being a certain way uh-huh. like we want to keep switching it up Very and like the name allows it if we if our you know if our name was uh, okay kriti and then on the beach or traveling you know, with kriti traveling <laughs> that sounds like a cartoon network <laughs> program from 97 like dexter's yeah. laboratory <laughs> exactly itself No um, that's also there. I'm sure like as a by like for I remember when I used to travel in India all it was was the craziest thing I could do. It was all adrenaline left right and center. What is the craziest most far fucking place that I can go to and kill myself in a way, right? Mm-hmm. You guys yeah. do it more with taste like more yeah. more with like the meaning to travel. I yeah. I want to see more things, right? Yeah, that's uh, So what does travel bring 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 to you guys? What is it that travel brings out? Brings you stories, brings you experiences, brings mm-hmm. you a whole lot of things like it like I remember whenever like every new place that i go to i think just opens my mind a little bit more to you know you perceive a lot of different things bali you go there's different people there but there's different people goa there's different people right hills there's different people the simplicity of them so mm-hmm. all of that is an expression and it just kinds of connects with you in a different way every place connects with you in a different way and it brings a little more meaning mm-hmm. into your life right. which is what i think we're all Yeah, I used to always love travel. Like as a child, I couldn't travel that much, but I always used to crave it. That okay, as soon as I grow up, I need to travel. I need to travel, mm-hmm. whatever. And like that was my only motivation in life since like I can remember since I was a child. And because not because not for the sake of traveling, it's just I don't I feel more at home when I'm in you know another place than I feel here mm-hmm. at home. Like that's very interesting. Yeah, I don't feel like. spending money here but i don't think about spending money exactly. when i'm traveling uh-huh. so that feels more me like right. it's not even that i want to do it for some pleasure that that's what i connect to you know i need it right that's me in my natural habitat you right. can say that this is not normal for me staying mm-hmm. at home or working or going to a corporate job that's not normal for me traveling is normal for me traveling is what i think i was born to do like uh-huh. Yeah so even without the blog I would still be traveling. Mm-hmm. When I grew up a little more than I was back when I was looking for that adrenaline rush all the time I realized that I for one I'm almost never comfortable when I travel like that has to be one of the features to all my travels is that very rarely will I ever get a hotel ever unless yeah. I'm just dead tired and yeah. wasted. I would do the cheapest of hostels I would live yeah. just like wherever I can in the middle of the island or something like that. And since then i've been seeking like a discomfort that opens me up in a new way like there is a 
it 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 brings my personality out more i know myself a little more yeah. is that do you find home in discomfort is that what you mean the, the, that your actual home is w- way too comfortable for yourself to be yeah in? see like when you're stripped down to only the things that you need mm-hmm. it's liberating mm-hmm. when you realize that everything that you need can be fit into a backpack mm-hmm. it's very liberating then you don't feel tethered to like other things even mentally right. like you don't feel like you need people mm-hmm. or you need material or right. you need any like most of the things that we do have uh-huh. so i think it's because of that also right. because you feel free you feel like like you know human beings are not uh, like like an explorer you right, feel right, like right, right. on your like own you should be right. able to do things uh-huh. Uh-huh. what do you have to say about that uh, i don't know the, the point that you said about comfort i think that's like all of like we also never like get hotels or whatever and i think before i tra- like i've been to places with her and I, i never thought that i would actually be okay with sleeping in such places or getting right. hostels or being uncomfortable I, i always thought that i wanted a little comfort there a but baseline, then, right. as i yeah i started traveling i thought no 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 this is not what i need mm. i what i need to do is i need to get experiences i need to be out mm. i just need a bed a clean bed that's it like right. whatever that is and to sleep yeah, in yeah and like so brings outside that you don't know, yeah right. that you don't know that you are like right. i didn't know that i was that person and right. now i'm very comfortable in being that person mm-hmm. so that's their new sides of you what you were saying yeah and if you can go for a trip for 10 days and stay in hostels that's better than going staying in a hotel for 3 days right okay. because of that, like it's the budget nice. thing is also it's a, a factor it's because of that obviously right. we have unlimited money we would like and it's not even about comfort there are experiences that money offers you mm-hmm. that budget traveling doesn't like mm-hmm. a lot of time so i don't think it's about you know hostel versus hotels mm-hmm. it's experience like mm-hmm. it's a trade off between experiences rather than hotel and hostels and True. all of that there is a very interesting notion that the buddha talks about and he says the the there are two kinds of pleasures in this world and one of them is the pleasure of pursuing your material desires your sensuous desires mm-hmm. and the other is the pleasure of renunciation and the pleasure of renunciation is always greater than the pleasure of material desires and what that makes me think is is kind of like owning a house is soon more of a burden than it is an asset like yeah. right like mm-hmm. ha- having a room this big yeah. i have to it's 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 it it tethers me to a place it, exactly it, it, it puts me in yeah, a place exactly. right and so in in some way you guys are also like like you said you were experiencing a side of you the dark side of the moon in a very weird way it's like a spiritual process in itself when yeah. you renounce it like okay all of you you're left behind i'm going to go look for yeah. the wild see what yeah. brings what yeah. comes to yeah. me kind of a situation yeah. that's very interesting okay and 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 how is it that you this you started travel like what was the first destination that you went to in your adult life by yourself uh, i went to greece for two months by yourself yeah to just hang out no uh, i have like one month was an internship mm-hmm. and the second month was like or oh, just and you traveled through greece island uh, hopping and what not yeah not too many islands uh-huh. but yeah i did travel and you were how old then I was 18. You were 18. Yeah, and that was my first trip ever. That was the first time I was in a plane. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized, right? So when people go for these internships, they're scared. They cry on the airport. They like don't even go sometimes. Go through with it. But I mean, as an 18-year-old who's never boarded a plane, who's never traveled anywhere, who's never gone alone, who hasn't had a lot of exposure in her life mm-hmm. till then, at mm-hmm. least. And when I was traveling, I, not for one second I felt homesick. not for one second i was like okay you know me i miss my friends or i mean i did miss my friends but right. i i felt that this is i would rather do this than be home right now right 
That's when I realized that I actually really like with all my heart I do love traveling. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because of like how welcoming I was. Like I didn't I wasn't scared. Right. Like, and I was scared, but it was good scared. It was excited scared. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I know I know what that feeling is. Yeah. In fact, like the neurochemical process of fear and excitement is the same. It's the exact same. It's a psychological apparatus that decides whether it's excitement or whether it's nervousness. So I <coughs> found that out. Um Talking to beautiful women, I was the most afraid person there could be. I would faint at the sight of beautiful women. And it was just this nervousness. And then as as I got desensitized to it, I was like, wait a second, this is excitement now. How weird is this? It's the same feeling. It's just how you see it in here. And it seemed like you came to meet yourself at a cross-section that was so revealing. You were like, okay, this is me? Like, this yeah. can be me? Oh yeah, my I, God. I surprised myself. Right, right. I didn't think it would be easy mm-hmm. for me. Like, mm-hmm. How about you? Where did you? Where did you start? Um, what was your first trip as an adult? As an adult, I my first trip was with you actually when Chandrashila. Yeah, Chandrashila yeah, when yeah. I didn't go with my parents over there, so that was with right. her to Chandrashila. And it was just the two of you. Yeah, yeah just the two. You of just us. hiked up all those steps to the top to look at the view down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Right. And how old were you back then? Twenty. No, no. No, when I was 19. college, 19. 19. I mean, I shouldn't ask about ages otherwise. I think I it's very. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no. It doesn't what? matter. You can do it at 18. You can do it at yeah. 50. Right. It doesn't matter. Why, the reason why I'm asking is because it's almost, almost the antithesis of the cultural values we have as a population. Oh, yeah. How 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 no matter how urban we are. I was just reading this up. We have only nine percent of the women participation rate in the labor force right now which is lower than Bangladesh and Pakistan and that by itself is a fact that we should all be ashamed of right yeah like it's it's, the, it's just the idea that the woman going out of the house is such a big deal and for the society as a whole right we are not programmed for it even visually right now yeah. and you guys were 18 and 19 when you were like fuck it I'm going to climb up a hill or fuck it I'm going to go island hopping in Greece um what was what was the kind of a reaction that you faced to that? What were the thoughts that you had in terms of like a self-doubt kind of... Like what, what was going on when you were this young and going on adventures? Because I was not traveling when I was 18. I was afraid, honestly. I was just like, whoa, I need to grow up a little more before I can do it myself. How was that? So, with her, like she's always wanted to, right? right. But I had a few lim- limitations, in, mm-hmm. be it in terms of my family or myself, like whatever. Mm-hmm. So when we started talking, when we started with the idea of this... Uh, so <clears throat> the first trip when we bo- when the both of us went, I was skeptical. Like I like I was always afraid of asking my parents, okay, can I go alone here, mm-hmm. whatever. But the thing with us is that she's always brought out that side of me that's actually not afraid of doing things. Mm-hmm. I I could go home and tell them and actually just go out to that okay I'm going and she's the one who's actually brought out that side of me and since then since that trip to Chandrashila I've been to what four trips after that in yeah. a year four or five yeah right. it's Chandrashila Hampi Gokarna Bali Udaipur everywhere it's just with her also and because because of her that I'm just like okay now and now my parents also have that trust so right. it started with that uh-huh. and now it's it's yeah, a lot I mean, I think she's always had that side, but she hasn't explored it. Right. Yeah. And like, friends become a catalyst for you to experience things. Exactly. In a I just didn't way. think that so much of traveling for me was actually like without my parents, without like I would have the liberty to go. Mm-hmm. So she just brought out those possibilities that okay, you know what, fuck it, you can do it. And I was like, okay, yeah, I could right. do it all along. And mm-hmm. that's I've always wanted to do it, but like I always nobody else limited me. I was just afraid to ask. So I in that sense limited myself 
Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. She provided you with the psychological infrastructure to cross yeah, that limiting gate. Yeah, what happened? What happened? Ask, take, take, take. I mean, like, you hear a no, right? Exactly. No, it's not the easiest. Uh, let it's me tell not you. Easy, yeah, no, no, it's not the easiest thought. Even like, oh, I will hear a no is like a disastrous consequence in all our heads at a particular point, right? Yeah. But then you're like, big deal. You'll just hear a no, yeah. and I'm, that's the same for me. I was, I don't want to come back to the talking to beautiful women part, but it's the same. Somebody was like, "Dude, just go talk. They're just gonna say no. Big deal. Whatever no, happens." I'm like, "No, no, no, no. no. I don't want to. I don't want to. No, you know." So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it does mean the end yeah, in that exactly. moment, unless somebody's like, "Shut up. Be yeah. more sensible. Be more rational." Yeah. And then that starts happening. So um, that was like this this very pretty process of like a couple process of liberation for you guys that you yeah. found through traveling, and that is what yeah. you're trying to communicate across. Yeah. Do you? What kind of a? Is there is there some kind of a message that you have? uh within that as well or is that just a byproduct because like i can totally see say my younger sister looking at your page and being like yeah this is something i want for myself oh this is the kind of liberty that i can enjoy is the same idea the psychological infrastructure you can provide to a culturally bereft population what do you think about that yeah that's what we try to show people that okay we i mean people tell us ki oh you're lucky maybe you have money that's why you get to travel or your parents don't say that's just hate bro that's, yeah. that's just that's hate. not true that's not true that's yeah. why we like, we share with people the the reality of the situation like why we can afford to travel and mm-hmm. we share the ugly bits also people don't like to admit that they still stay at home we do share it because it's part of the reason why we have money to spend to travel because we're right. not spending on rent right now uh-huh. right so we try to show that it is possible for people like for girls like our parents were also strict her parents were fucking strict mm-hmm. right. but uh, it is possible like women i think think that okay hum ladkiyan nahi hoga ek to safety upar se parents nahi allow karte money is another right. factor that's anyway has nothing to do with gender but still. right 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 so we try to break it down ki okay this we try to share our journey in a way so that they can start their journey like mm-hmm. we try to tell them ki this is this is how we did it that this, this is, is possible and these are possible. the steps to that yeah and we try to show them all like okay for example there are girls who want to travel but okay they don't want to go to goa alone mm-hmm. but maybe they might be okay with going to udaipur alone because mm-hmm. it's a more cultural place right. right so that's why we try to show every aspect like every uh-huh. place that we can uh-huh. because everyone's different right not everybody wants to go to a beach or not everybody wants to climb a mountain mm-hmm. some people want to go to different like places some people want to go to grasslands right yeah, yeah yeah some people want to go to hampi like uh-huh. places like hampi so we try to explore as many landscapes uh-huh. and like in with the within the cultural spectrum also we try to cover as much as we can because obviously we want to experience it but also we want other people to experience it through our eyes like we right. want them to see ki theek hai like if they're not interested in one thing they have asked to find that other thing you know that they mm. might be interested in true 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 i see i see what you mean uh, do you have something to add to that she said it <laughs> <laughs> cuz I, i i got so enchanted by that uh, so there is some sort of a communication that is happening you know like it's like you are in, in a way paving a path for others to follow your lead in some sense and for the sake of real like to paint a more realistic picture of that for the sake of the whole thing i'm sure you guys have had obstructions beyond the family circumstances like when yeah. you go out traveling my i missed my bus kind of situation and so on what what are what are some of those kind of things that you face with what are some of the active discouragements that come in the process of traveling so how do you want us to share like the ugly stories <laughs> whatever man like it's your podcast you decide <laughs> are there ugly stories Yeah, there's a lot of ugly stories. Like we don't want to get too too deep into oh, that's it. That's fine. Yeah. But yeah, uh, we've I've been in trouble. I was arrested in Greece. Oh, you were uh, you were 18 and you were arrested in Greece. Yeah, okay, that's confessions <laughs> here. Like, how did that happen? So I was the uh, 
so the thing is uh, it was an internship through isec and since like two months is a lot right and i didn't have money to pay for every night mm-hmm. so isec people used to host me like mm-hmm. college people in the college there they used to host me and they would be fine with it an indian coming there and like telling them about india uh, right yeah india the land of masalas so, and taj yeah so i didn't have to pay and all for that but the thing is it was a little difficult to coordinate with the hosts mm-hmm. so one time one of my hosts i went like out with him and we went partying and all and the guy just passed out in mm-hmm. in the club mm-hmm. and he was like beyond he could Waking not up. be yeah right. exactly i could not do anything i don't know his address because i was going to go with him mm-hmm. and it's not like india right where you find something in every corner or you find people in every corner it's greece is like empty Sparks, like right, it's yeah. europe it's mm-hmm. empty there's not a lot of people on the streets at 3 am or like whatever it was 2 am and then i decide the guy was like you're just going to wake him up in the morning come pick him up in the morning the bar guy so then we Very left i was on my own after that right. and i had my just i had my sleeping bag on my back and some like because the next day there was uh, some stall with all the indian cultural shit mm-hmm. so i had indian stuff like mm-hmm. and then i went to this park and i thought okay i'll just sit there and uh, use park and i'll just sit there and wait for you know the sun to rise and then i'll go somewhere else and my phone was off i had like i couldn't see any people mm-hmm. there were people in park like there were little shady mm-hmm. and then i realized that park was like known for heroin oh uh, very cool so they're her- getting like better to huh to store heroin and like to shoot heroin, shoot heroin. Yeah. and i don't think i realized at that time mm-hmm. i i was i didn't even smoke when i was eating mm-hmm. i didn't smoke i didn't do anything i right. just drank alcohol and at that time i was a little drunk also and then there was a bust and they they arrest me with the rest of the people like mm. i was in handcuffs and then soon they realized that i'm just a tourist who mm. got lost but even then they would have to find me 500 euros because you're not allowed to sleep in a public uh, park and so you paid them 500 euros no oh okay you got away with that yeah How's so that the happen? the policeman he really likes indians he goes mm. to india every 5 years so i was like uh, and he was like you have to pay the fine and i was like okay but can you help me with the he was like okay fine you sleep at my place but tomorrow morning you have to pay and i was prepared to pay Uh, like I was going to call my parents up in the morning and I was prepared to pay but then I like gifted him something for his wife and for him because I had all that indian stuff mm-hmm. and they were so like they were so oh, happy right. and like yeah so they were like okay fine just don't do this again right and I got away with it uh-huh. and I slept at the policeman's place and his dick brought me like breakfast in the morning mm-hmm. so like from a scary story to a, and Very the only reason they did story. that was because they had a great experience about india like they mm-hmm. had a great perception about india right. they love india right so the traveling changes like people's perception maybe an indian helped them out earlier mm-hmm. in life and that's why they helped me in turn right right so right 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 you, right right that's also like another factor right true 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 i um, the reason why i asked this question is because we can speak in abstractions about things that come up you know traveling is difficult there is discomfort and what not and what forth but somebody who's on the verge of doing something like that i met a guy not too long ago um after my vipass and i was speaking to him he was part of that and there was this other guy who recently sold all his stuff and he was just like i'm going to travel the world and this guy is indian kid south indian kid was just 
flabbergasted by the idea. He's like, how can you do that? How can you just do something like that? Like, how, are you not afraid? So on and so forth. Yeah. And I realized no amount of abstract answers to that question would suffice, right? He, the fear needs to be condensed and solidified. Somebody on the verge of taking a big step needs to know actively what are the kind of nightmares that come with it. And yeah, then what are told, the consequences and be prepared for them. Right. So your story, what that does is say, for instance, I am just like on the edge and you tell me, okay, shit can go bad, but it'll get better if you're yeah, responsible yeah. for yourself. And that is part of the reason why I was trying to bring that out. So like if in case shit goes bad and I'm sure shit has gone bad for you as well, Vrinda, yeah. what is, what is the one piece of advice that you have for people when shit goes bad? How how has shit gone bad for you? Has has, has uh, that ever happened when you travel? You know, recently only it happened in Bali. Uh, it was her birthday yeah, actually, and um, so throughout our trip we weren't like in the party mood or whatever. But on her birthday we were actually pretty we were, like, okay, we're gonna have this wild night and right. whatever. So turns out we were, alcohol's a bad company for traveling, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but no, but that had nothing, that had nothing right. to do with it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm just so, messing. Yeah, so we, we were going to the club. Mm. We were in Semenyak. First, we went to this place and to cut our cake mm. uh, for dinner and everything. And then uh, after this, we decided that we'll go to this very famous club. It was actually just 10 minutes walk. And uh, which, which club is this? It's La a Favela. very famous. La Favela. Pretty as hell. That oh, was yeah. the first place I visited in Bali too. Yes. So we yeah. had to go there. Right. Like we couldn't. So uh, right. we went. We thought that okay, kya to kya So we just thought that we'll walk. We had our speakers, and it was me, uh, Harshita, uh, her sister, mm-hmm. and Kriti, uh-huh. and we're just walking. And it's a crowded street. Okay, there's a lot of tourists, locals, everything. So we're not scared at all. Right, so we right, have right. our speakers. We're dancing on the road, like on not on the road. I, I so get that. We, we were just yeah. chilling and just going. Oh, they were making videos. Okay, yay. Yeah. So, like, just two minutes before La Favela, whatever. Just outside. Just Uh outside. This, uh, I was not, I was a little drunk, not really. So I was drunk, like she was. She was like, I was wasted, bro. Wasted of the side. They were sober, like they were still sober. Yeah, yeah, still sober. So, uh, I was carrying my sling bag with me, okay, and then this. Uh, the scooty comes with two people and they just snatch like the, my vivid memory is that they just try to snatch it and my instant reaction is no I just started no right. and instead of just leaving the bag I, my reaction to it was that you hold fucking can't I, I hold it on this is not happening like, this is not happening to me yeah it's disbelief that, that is disbelief yeah, right. so these fuckers they don't let that go they, try, they drag me on the road you were dragged on the road I was road. dragged yeah. on oh the road oh my god that must have been funny as hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize what was happening and right. the, her alcohol was gone she was so yeah. sober in yeah. minutes yeah. okay. second I was you were sober out in a second when something like she's like, like okay ja rahe. okay you vrinda you drag ho rahe. <laughs> <laughs> and she was behind me and they dragged her <laughs> like, so they took your back then no oh you saved she, it yeah, yeah. I this saved fighter it. this yeah. Muhammad exactly. Ali wow very cool <laughs> it's very badass ah, okay <laughs> yeah. so and, and so what is stuff has gone incredibly bad for me like I remember this was right after high school I was in London for a summer school program right and so after the program was done me and a couple of my friends we were traveling throughout the country we didn't realize we had very limited money um, so we could not stay in a hotel and the reason why we could not do that is because the whatever limited money I had saved up for a hotel my friends gambled it and lost it the night before they got me drunk enough I got passed out 
they go out they're like okay we're going to make double the money at blackjack right and they lose they everything lost, yeah. so the next next night i'm like so where are we staying and they're like we have no money i was like what the hell let's get our parents to send us money tomorrow is a sunday they can't send us money i was like are you guys in the right mind or no, no? we had tickets from blackpool to liverpool liverpool to london where we had some place to stay but we couldn't the tickets were for tomorrow so that night we stayed in a mcdonalds hmm and what i did was i had one pound i got myself a coffee i put it on the table and i'm like i'm not going to drink it so all of you all sleep i'm going to pretend that i'm awake drinking this coffee so they don't throw us out and blackpool's like the trashiest party place in the world like that's where the british trash and british trash is was a whole different degree of trash go, yeah. go to the party i heard everything from gunshots to chairs being thrown like every 20 25 minutes there be a alarm just like every the security would come in and everybody would be throwing it stuff at each other that was just so trashy and i was like a 18 19 year old scared beyond my mind i was like yeah. the fuck is yeah. happening and i've realized there are there are instances like i cannot mention but <laughs> throughout breathing through the tough times really has helped me come out better i've cried on my trips i'm not kidding yeah. there have been moments where i've been like What's the happening? Fuck, the fuck did I do to myself, man? <laughs> I am twelve hours away how from my flight. How did I put myself into yeah. the situation? Yeah, I've, I've I wanted somebody to evacuate me from places. Like that's how bad it's gotten. Because mm-hmm. I travel by myself too. Usually nobody is just like, okay, let's go fuck ourselves up. I'm just the only one. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad you guys are facing like the tougher end of traveling mm-hmm. too. What are the most beautiful stories that you've had from your travels? Um, so the recent one when we Gili one. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking about experience with. people that's different if you're talking about the most beautiful place right. i think gilly like shrooms in gilly was beautiful this is like the word can you about the word gilly and mushrooms no but i mean like in terms of like stories what is the craziest or the most beautiful stories you have from your travels i think uh, when you witness kindness people being kind uh-huh. not just to you to other anybody people else, to yeah. anybody like right. when people surprise you when you hear you know shitty things about places mm-hmm. and then you go there and then you see people being so warm and mm-hmm. kind and when you hear people's story mm-hmm. i think that's really heartwarming i think that's one of the most beautiful part mm-hmm. of traveling mm-hmm. that's true yeah, that's true what about you do you have like a memory that you just like if you want what's your elevator pitch for traveling right like if i walk into an elevator and somebody's like so this is the craziest thing that happened to me ever so that people so what what is that for you the craziest things that have happened to me are not like nice kind things it's just the the like random mushrooms in yeah. gilly that's that's what it is mushrooms in gilly yeah i mean it has a lot to do with the people yes but mm-hmm. i can't recall one single moment that says that okay um, that's yeah, why the thing is because it's a lot it's it's, it's very varied that way like you can't just pen i can't pen on one single mm-hmm. moment right. out of everything like that okay this is why i do what i do or i travel uh-huh. because uh uh-huh, i see so, yeah okay so, i get that you know why i have i have i i'm a storyteller like the entire p- process behind this podcast is i know i like telling stories and i've that's what people do. like to hear right and i've started doing that well too so every time mm-hmm. i go through a story i'm like fuck this was crazy like cuz stuff like that happens with me almost all the travels that i go to so i was in colombia and i remember i had i had people around me we were in the middle of the ocean nowhere and this guy rose up to us trying to sell us coconut water he's mm-hmm. like la coca or oh, la la coco that's what they called coconut mm-hmm. somebody looks at them and i should not be saying this live on a podcast somebody one of the people in the group looks at him and is like no 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 la coca which is something similar to coconut but i will not mention what that is right <laughs> we're in colombia so make your guesses yeah, right? yeah. and then i was i remember 20 minutes later me and my friend neither of us who speak spanish were in this weird ass tribal island in the middle of the colombian ocean <laughs> waiting for some guy to appear while we were naked and bare feet 
just out of breath and out of hope. We had no idea what we were doing. And stuff like that, retrospectively, like, the fuck were you thinking, my friend? Yeah, like, I have those stories. Right? So, like, what is that? What is what is one kind of a story like that? What, what, what was I thinking? Yeah, so, like, the, I, this was Vrinda, this was uh, with a friend. Right. And uh, we were, it was just the two of us, and uh-huh. we were in this island called Kurong. Uh-huh. Where is in that? In Cambodia. In Cambodia. Which is a party island. Oh, fuck yes. And uh, the thing is, he, like here we st- we can still enjoy experiences that are you know more sober mm-hmm. and we like to like take breathe the place in and mm-hmm. we're not always like oh let's get right, you know right, wasted right. and all but that particular person is like that uh-huh. so I kind of I try to match the vibe of whatever person I'm with that's very natural yes so right. so we went crazy right <laughs> <laughs> Like we actually like I don't even know what drugs we I don't know the name of the drugs we did. No adult should be listening to this. That is not an encouraging message to y'all. This is not what we proposed, but I get that right. But yeah, we went drinking, we like we had so many whiskeys here, like 10 drinks, 15 drinks and we were not getting drunk. And My hangover was speaking to me from the inside. Yeah. As you said 10 whiskeys, I'm like, oh, oh, you know. Yeah, huh, and yeah, I don't know, that time I used to drink a lot. Right. And uh, so that girl was like, you're not getting fucked up, are you? Like the girl who was serving us. Right. She was like, then we were like, no. So then we were like, try this. Then she was like, try this thing. Don't uh-huh. ask any questions, just try it, trust me. So we did it. And at first it didn't feel like anything. Then we were like, we need to get more fucked up. So we started doing more shit. Then we started mixing alcohol. Then we started doing tequila. Then we started. Then we started having. Uh, the gateway to fucked up. Uh, is tequila. Yeah. The tequila. gateway to fucked up is tequila. And then we had uh, edibles. Uh-huh. So we mixed everything. Oh my god. And the next thing, and I, I have glimpses of skinny dipping in the ocean. Right. Oh fuck yeah. The, that's one thing Respect. I remember. I have glimpses of being on a swing. Uh huh. And the next thing I remember is in the morning uh-huh. I'm I'm uh, I wake up on a beach, mm-hmm. not fully dressed. Oh, very cool! Very yeah, cool. On yeah. a beach, and like my friend is like thoda dur, right. like hundred meters away, and our stuff is just lying on the floor. Yeah, like lying on the floor, and I don't know how nothing got stolen. Wow! But like when I now when I think about it, I would never do this to myself again. Uh-huh. And it, we you could have drowned in the ocean. We could something. There's would, so much stuff. Like, that could there's have so happened, much stuff that could have happened, right. but uh, it didn't. Thank God. So I don't recommend doing this mm-hmm. on your travels. I mean, <laughs> but since you asked, right? You know, inevitably people find themselves like we don't go out thinking, okay, we're going to do something crazy. Yeah, yeah it happens. You're going right? to get dressed up. That's part of the whole thing. Part of the process of traveling is that you... You're going to you, have good experiences and bad experiences. Right. It's all going to come together. You you surrender yeah. control yeah. in a way where the process takes you. Yeah. And the yeah. process takes you and throws you in all sorts of corners. And you're yeah. just trying to finagle your way through the process. You're like, okay, this is what I can exactly. do. Because it's such an alien environment. Every time I travel is such an alien environment. That's another good thing about it. Because here, life is very predictable, right? right. I have to get up, I have to go to my job, I have to come back. It's the routine. Business. It's the routine. Right. So when I'm out there, I don't know what's going to happen right. to me. You are in control of only so much, which is what time I wake yeah. up, where do I go? All of what happens Ex- there is just none of my, none of <laughs> exactly. my business, right? That's the beautiful yeah. paradox to the whole thing. Yeah. I feel like I have more control, I'm more independent, but really yeah. just I'm like, boom, life hits yeah. me hard, like yeah. that kind of thing. And let me ask you this because it's it's one of the more interesting things and I want to sort of bridge that into the kind of places that you've traveled and why you've traveled into those places. But tell me the first trip that comes to your mind or the first, the, the first moment that comes to your mind when I say the most beautiful experience, like the prettiest experience, what has been just shocking, awe-inspiring? 
Chandri Shila, I don't know. There's many actually. There's many, but like right now when you said I could just think of the like like the green mountains and the bluest skies and I don't know. I was just awestruck there. Mm. How about you? What's the first thing? I would still say gilly. Gilly? Yeah, gilly because it's fresh in my memory. Gilly and mushroom. Okay, we get there. Because it's fresh in my memory. I remember right. her expression throughout the Brinda. That's so pretty. That's so beautiful. You know, that, How that looks like clear? heaven. That looks like heaven. Ah. Like, okay. Life becomes clear. Yeah. Like, I would not see. Like, I'm a big fan know. of mushrooms. I get that. I know. Yeah. I'm a big, big fan of mushrooms. That's yeah. that's right up there. But like, Gilly was quite different. Right. Compared to Vata Kanal, it was. Ah, uh-huh. oh, it was absolutely. Different. Even the mushrooms. Yeah, I'm sure. I expected the experience to be similar, but it wasn't. It there's was a, there's different. so many varieties of mushrooms that have psilocybin in them, and all of them have a slightly different effect. And depending yeah. on how much mm-hmm. you do and where you do it, quite literally, it's it's yeah, a set it and the setting. Yeah, it's grown. All of that, yeah. set and setting. That's the yeah. key. Where are you and who are you with? What is around you yeah, and where are you? The that's vibe of the place. All of that. And that was, of course, like how you're feeling, right. your physical health, your mental health, yeah. mm-hmm. everything. Else. I mean, the problem when we come to discuss this is one of my favorite topics to talk about, even though I sort of made it redundant in my in my conversations. Psychedelic substances. It's it's so so stigmatized in the place that we live in, right? Yeah. And not just that, all over the world. Like if I mention somebody, to mention to somebody that I'm I'm a fan of mushrooms, they're just gonna be like, <gasps> you know, it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a knee jerk response, sort of like a push away kind of yeah. a thing. Uh, but the West is increasingly beginning to see that as a very medicinal, medicinal object. Yeah. And there is a psychologist, Gabor Mate, and he is one of the prime authorities on childhood trauma and so on. And I was listening to this man speak and he speaks of all these substances and the importance of set and setting and how that could in fact undo all sincere, sincere diseases of despair, much like depression. Like you could totally undo those processes by means of that. There is... Um, MDMA and uh, psilocybin-assisted psychotherapies for variety of patients. Yeah, Ketamine-assisted yeah. therapies for depression. They're experimenting all lot. over the place. Yeah. Like I have so many friends who are involved in these kind of stuff. My, one of my very close friends, shout out Ori, dude, you're doing fantastic for your life. He is um, investing himself in maps, and he's particularly researching mushroom and MDMA-based therapies for depression and PTSD. Yeah. That's yeah, a life is choice good. now. Which is great because opioids are not good. Oh, it's just... Yeah. I've never tried opioids. This is something I can draw a line at. I've never... No, opioids it's, because it's all chemical. Like when you talk about marijuana and mushrooms, they do exist in nature. Mm-hmm. They've been consumed since the beginning. Us for so and long. And they've been a part of evolution. They've been a part of... like Human beings have been consuming them since the Forever. beginning of time. Right. But when you talk about these chemicals, they... They're, recently, they're, they're not mm-hmm. like... And, and they don't really work as good as you... Like, you know, so the, the natural end of substances that exist also have nothing to do with just, you know, regulating your dopamine and serotonin levels where it's an artificial happiness, mm-hmm. right? With mushrooms, it's a perceptual happiness, yeah, right? Exactly. It messes with your perception in a very weird way. And that in turn changes right. your... Have you it's heard of the stoned ape theory, any of you? No. Okay, yeah. so I had given up on this stuff. I was like, this, this, shit, this shit is bullshit. The 70s were a lie and so on. Until I was sitting in this class last summer. It was an evolutionary psychology class. And my friend raised this question and he asked my professor, do you know about the stone ape theory? And my professor and him got into a conversation about this. So this is how it goes. We have such a big chunk of our evolutionary history we have no idea about. No mm-hmm. idea. We don't know where language came from. We don't know nothing. Yeah, we don't we have no None idea where language came None from. None of that. I took a class in language and evolution yeah. of language recently and it's the, one of the most fascinating things in the world. But there is a documentation, and this is a theory proposed by Terence McKenna, who's a who calls himself a psychonaut. He's dead now, but he was tell, right. So he tells you around this particular cross section of time when we descended from the savannas, oh, from the from the trees in 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 Africa, and we descended into the savannas. What happened was we were surrounded by bovine cattle, so deers, cows, so on. Right now we are walking, we are monkeys, we are walking, and we are surrounded by all these. 
and psilocybin mushroom particularly grows under under cow shit or deer shit or buffalo shit Mm-hmm. So we would flip that, we'd find something to eat and we'd eat that. Mm-hmm. And that is somehow where consciousness or for that matter, the ability for language or the ability for cognition started because we have short amounts of period, short periods of time where our cognition and our brain capacity increases massively. And then it went silent for the longest time and then massively. Mm-hmm. So when I, when I heard of that, I was like, holy motherfuck. Okay. I have another reason to experiment again. And that is when I walked into this. The door. Because it activates like certain parts of your brain, right? Which could be like the intelligent part of your brain mm-hmm. or the creative part of your brain. Right. It mixes mm-hmm. them. So synesthesia, yeah. one of the common phenomena that happens is like, you can taste the number orange. Yeah. yeah. Like that makes no sense. Taste yeah, the number yeah. orange. And even with words, for example, uh, prakhar is green. Right. Prakhar is green. Mm-hmm. Like that's a little feeling. Yeah. yeah like, and you're like, so you were mixing sense perception. Yeah. What you hear with what you taste, that's being mixed oh, in that moment. Yeah. And it's actually like some people actually have it uh, very naturally since right. childhood. Mm-hmm. But I've tried experimenting. I've tried to associate mm-hmm. uh, like numbers with colors and it, words with colors. Very people quickly with happens. colors. Like, mm-hmm. And it really, I think it exercises your brain. In a very in different a way. very different way. Like it's like doing a Sudoku all the time. Like right. you understand right. what I'm saying. Right, right. No, no, no. I do. I mean, I've... I've been some sort of a junkie when it comes to this stuff. I've really, really, really gone down the road of experimentation and I've seen some crazy ass like that. That is a whole podcast by itself. I swear, <laughs> I kid you not. Like I had to have this conversation with my parents before I could ever say it in the mic because I was like, you need to know guys, you need to know what I'm doing. Uh-huh. But so what is the kind of a palette you have when it comes to traveling? Like what is the philosophy that you guys saw? Like, you know what I mean by philosophy. What is the compass that you have? Where am I going next? How do you decide that? Intuition. Just what like your heart says, like... like Okay. We can't yeah, you just it. see, you just you just browsing through your feet, and you just see somewhere, and you, just, and you I generally like whatever place is stuck uh, with me in your head and right. in my head, and then I just Google about it if it's feasible, if I can afford it, if I can how, everything, and then right, if right, it's right. possible, then I just go ahead with it. That's to both of us. Because yeah. I've observed, like in India, and this was I think part of a study recently done too, and I know that from personal experience because I've known a lot of people who were traveling before. Like I had been introduced to your work, right? And a lot of people would travel thanks to Instagram, thanks to Facebook and the Snapchats uh, as a means of a social capital acquisition. It's like more like a oh, status that's very symbol, much true, yeah. right? Like have you? And it's particularly true for fucking India. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's particularly true, and I mean, it's kind of fascinating that phenomena. Have you? Do you think that's true? What do you? What are your views on that? Uh, I think it's true that a lot of people, their intention is that. Right. But I personally, I never got it because. Mm-hmm. Because it becomes because sort of like a few places that they go to do that, right? Like yeah. it's, it's those offbeat, semi-offbeat tracks. Yeah. Kasol semi-offbeat. became one yeah, of those places, yeah, yeah. right? Everybody wants a picture yeah. in Kasol hiking up yeah. Malana or some shit like that, yeah. right? I see. And you guys were just like, you were like, okay, this is like, bullshit. No, no, no. Away Wait, from I, mean, the... I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So uh-huh. No matter what your motivation is, even if your motivation is petty, right. if it motivates you to travel, I think it does open your mind. Right, even right, right. if your motivation was to get an Instagram picture rather right. than experiencing the place, uh-huh. you do experience the place, right, in mm-hmm. turn. And I think that does like, it, it's because of like the way we've been brought up. If we have no exposure, if, you know, these things are you understand I, I do, like I do. social I conditioning yeah. all of that it's considered cool to be like maybe it's considered cool to be lean mm-hmm. that's why you go to the gym not mm-hmm. to uh, get fit mm-hmm. 
but to look good right and if right? you get fit in that process that, that's good right, right then right, you right. realize that okay fitness is important so right. i don't think it's it's fine if your motivation is not all that pure as long as you take the experience like that's a very good properly yeah, yeah 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 i see i see i see and you guys sort of seem to suggest like you see traveling as this encyclopedia that you know every every day is a page and you learn yeah. something new and some pages are full of good stories <laughs> and some pages are not kind of situation that's yeah. very interesting yeah. and how's about translating traveling into into the digital sphere like what is the what is the market for travel bloggers in india like have you have you guys looked into that um, it's there's a lot of good people out there doing very good things also and there's a lot of uh, people who are just I don't know, like they're pretending. doing it for the the pretending, and I I seriously don't get fake followers and fake engagement and mm-hmm. fake everything because at the end of the day it won't get you anything. You're not gonna get where you really want to be. Right. And, the thing and there's a lot of like, like things wrong with that. And it makes you like if we're doing it and we're actually working our asses off and we're getting these fourteen thousand genuine followers. It mm-hmm. And you're getting fifty, and those are fake. It yeah. sort of like undermines what you know the people, people are actually working on. If you're doing it hard. honestly, versus if people who are doing it honestly are not given as much incentive, incentive. as people who are doing you know who are not who are being dishonest uh-huh. yeah. in their practices, in their content, their quality is not great. Uh-huh. Yeah. They they buying followers. And because whatever. most brands don't get it that uh, there's like fake likes or there's fake insights also. They right. all they care about is the number that's right. written follows. So fifty k likha, मतलब fifty k real. So that's what they get. Like, and I think the problem obviously. is not with the people. Like, obviously, everybody in the world will take advantage. I think it's because of the audience. Because audiences, like, not all audiences, but India people don't realize mm. some audiences are stupid. Like, uh-huh. like let's be honest, they don't. realize that Plus if there are 10 10 influencers what what is the job of influencers <laughs> it's to tell you what product is working for them right right that's the difference between that's why it shifted from celebrities to influencers because you know that celebrity is not using a 20 yeah. rupee ka so yeah, bad exactly. but the influencers who's just like us who's going to the same places who's working a corporate job just like you right. it has the same like you right. know limits right and challenges and they will use it but the thing is they start behaving like celebrities mm-hmm. they start exactly if 10 like all that. 10 influencers there's a campaign a brand reaches out to all 10 influencers mm-hmm. and all of them are endorsing the same shit endorsing yeah. the same shit mm-hmm. you like the audience should understand that there is something wrong here like mm-hmm. this can't be true that you're not going to be using like 10 different face washes in the same month right like that's one crude example right, but right 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 how many times do you wash your face after that point like you have 10 yeah. face washes like yeah. like 5 minute break like we go wash my face so no, now this is my favorite one so yeah. keep that change that's not so cool because how are you being loyal to your followers and audiences should pick up on that like so you're saying that there is a lot of uh, in travel influencers that are not authentic that are not like loyal travel to their followers travel influencers are those lifestyle just yeah like lifestyle space gen better than lifestyle Like lifestyle, what is lifestyle? What is lifestyle blogging? What does that mean? Oh, like everything. Is it the kind of stuff that I'm doing? No, no. No, but what is lifestyle blogging? Just it involves everything. No, it it has travel also, it has fashion also, it has. So there is a person telling me how to lead my life entirely. Yeah. Oh my God, I don't need that. Come on, I have a father for that. Like that's enough. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, people do look up like social media. Influencers, that's what we call influencers, yeah. right? If you're gonna see ten different people endorsing the same same shit, Modi ne kya karaya? Har jagah ads dal raha hai. Yeah, Modi has rakhis. Like, like, what a fucking advertising campaign! He's selling rakhis. Now you're brother and sister because of Modi. Like, imagine that. <laughs> 
so like that's how they put the the brands yeah. want uh, like the product to be in the consumer's head how do they do that who's right. influencing the consumer the most it's right. influencers yeah. but the thing is influencers have a responsibility right. the reason you're getting paid whatever 50 grand for one post is because you have like whatever followers 100000 followers that yeah. trust you that look exactly. up to you that you know write you messages every day they mm-hmm. encourage you yeah. right. they appreciate you so, so the least you can do is be, be like honest. honest with them so there's authentic love from one side there has to be an authentic respect from the yeah. other side yeah, right exactly. like that has exactly. to be the case right so do you guys what is your vision are you ever looking to sell yourself out or no is that no. not going to happen so you're <laughs> just going to do it like authentically genuinely yeah, yeah. No and whatever does. brands like like if they come and we use them and we like them then of course we'll do it there's no harm Can your followers hold you to the promise of that? Yeah, okay. of course, 100%. 100%. Because we do need some some something like that, right? It's Because like, like if one of us if one of us loses that face and we are just like okay, कर लेते the other one would definitely be like no, what the fuck? If you wrong. have five oh. face washes on your Instagram ever, I am going to be the one to play this clip on Instagram and <laughs> yeah, like, no, expose, guys, yeah, expose. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> no, that's 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 very real. That's very honest of you. Because you know, often people would tell me. and this has been happening forever from all directions you find it so funny if i put a political opinion out the left is going to tell me you're right leaning the right is going to tell me you're left leaning now if i put something in english out there is going to be people who going to be like simplify this language because you know people don't understand yeah. the way you speak then if i put something out there's going to be like do not swear on your podcast do not mention drugs on your podcast do not and i'm and i keep thinking it's like i always going to be okay right like yeah. there's going to be there's somebody no who's criticizing me for something right what is always. it that i want to do there is and there is an unhinged sense of authenticity that i want to bring out because like you know you and i were speaking friend that we were talking about and you said there was that one particular thing i liked about you talking about truth i am not looking for people to listen to this podcast and be like okay i want to be a tra- traveler it's the one sentence that one of you will say that will hit somebody in the right place and they're going to be forever thankful that they heard this stuff it's exactly. never really the entire thing exactly and in that sense if i can communicate just an unhinged sense of authenticity that i can lead my life because i have problems my parents are not okay with it i don't have yeah. the money to do all of that I am in the process of trying myself. Yeah, you're figuring it out. But I won't limit myself with my own beliefs. Yeah. Right. That is where it's at. I won't dilute my content for anybody's sake. Keep That's it real. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. I'm going to be as authentic as I can be, and it's been paying me well. It's been paying you guys well. Same. Yeah. People have told us that don't uh, swear. Right. On your blog, and we don't, don't do it a lot. Don't put such pictures. Don't, don't do put, this. Huh, like don't this. Oh, this. pictures. Scantily dressed pictures are not okay for the Indian audiences, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Right. Don't <laughs> talk about smoking. Don't talk about like because people expect girls to just look pretty. Right. And yeah. just be, you know, especially Indian girls, and right. they don't. We don't smoke. Yeah, we don't do anything. We are virgins, and we don't do anything. Right. Like, But it's a Mother Mary complex. Yeah. yeah so it's a Mother Mary complex. Yeah. That's so called, right? people tell us that don't share like. these things then we like do we are being ourselves right. we're exactly. not putting it out there to basically for always have just being ourselves we're not doing yeah. it too much mm-hmm. we don't want to be like okay we do drugs every day because we don't right. or you know maybe we, you do what do we, i know <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe you're just snorting cocaine in the back and i cannot see it yet every time you just sniff you're like oh. yeah tell me what question was that again <laughs> no But i get that yeah. That's true. That's that's absolutely. Uh, I think that's absolutely fundamental to any any craft, any art as well. And I'm sure, like you, might have gotten a little resistance when it comes to you putting out messages of of a motivational nature of mental health. A habits. lot. So many people would just come up to me like, "Why are you being so uh, philosophical no, 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 and this and that?" Like, don't be so preachy. And I'm just like, dude, that's not me being preachy. That's me talking to my best friend about something and just expressing yeah. it out there. That's how we talk read. to each other. Like. Yeah. If you don't want to read, if you think that's too preachy, you're welcome to unfollow and don't listen. Don't read that. Right. Yeah. Just, I mean, you guys put out paragraphs of text. Yeah. I 
put out hour long conversations for a preaching like come on the kind of shit like you see what i mean but it's like you know people often confuse the way i put it is people often confuse a buffet for an a la carte when it comes to content right yeah, yeah. i am laying the table out for you don't pick it up right yeah, walk away they're yeah, like no you're exactly. feeding me this forcefully no, no i'm not feeding you this forcefully <laughs> exactly. at all right? you have a choice right yeah. just unfollow just don't believe me just one button guys it's it's like it's like a mouth that i have on my side right that's what i think of my social media or my podcast as people yeah. ask me what is your dream with this i'm like i don't know what i'm trying to do is i'm just voicing myself Yeah. End of story. Yeah. And probably this is an adolescent view of a project, a creative project itself. Probably we'll understand the three of us. Yeah, but the journey doing. is really fun. It's like, super fun. Like this is what my journey looks like. Exactly. This is what your journey looks like. This is where we intersect, and it sounds and like it's a good time. We don't have to know what's the end going to be and where we want to reach. It's just this is really fun and amazing to do. Yeah. Right. 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 And the 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 kind of text, the text stuff that you write. You know what? I've realized this preachy stuff. There is only. there is only a particular variety of people who don't like it yeah. and that particular variety of people is the people who are kind of trying to ignore the reality of life because yeah. i read up some of your content i have no problem against it right it is in fact i i want to ask you guys about your view on self doubt because that is something i come across ever so often i have like that imposter syndrome i think that's something that everybody like especially today because there's social media because you can see whatever's whatever there the is good glad. parts of everybody's life not the bad part the good right. part everybody's presenting themselves so nicely right. and you always have that self doubt like especially whenever you want to try so like when you uploaded your first podcast there was that self doubt when right. we started up doing this there was self doubt what will people say and what and you for yourself you not confident enough right it's only when you start questioning your thoughts like it's not easy to do that right no. you can't just be like okay now i'm going to be positive and you just and you're positive no, 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 it's, no. it's a process wish, yeah. you just have to deliberately tell yourself that okay i'm just going to try this the fuck out and if it goes right. wrong it goes wrong and that's it right after that i won't have any regrets right, right. so you just have to keep those self doubt wala thoughts thoda back thoda back right like you and eventually to. you just get better at dealing with it dealing oh. with those thoughts it I never mean, goes away i don't think self doubt just ever just completely goes away uh-huh. but you just find a way to deal with it in a much better and healthier way right right that's yes, very yes. interesting would you have a message on self doubt like it has a lot to do with the kind of people you surround yourself with i think it's huge like since we've been friends like me you alisha vindadi harshita like we've all we're all there for each other since we've been in each other's life we feel better about ourselves because we are surrounded by people who are wish you know the best for you. Yeah, exactly. who is the best for you who is the good you, parts in you who like compliment you if they meet you understand like right right right, right 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 who tell you that whatever it's what we call vibe right it's the yeah, positivity yeah, that yeah. flows out as soon yeah. as somebody opens their mouth that exactly. yeah, yeah right, if, right. if you are meeting people who are constantly like you know pushing you down and who are constantly making you feel shitty about yourself and if you're in toxic relationship yeah, like friendship step, yeah. or even family like anybody if there's toxicity you have to cut yourself loose from those people yeah, you have to get rid of them exactly. otherwise like self doubt is not going to go because those people are going to constantly put yeah. it back there no matter so, how hard you try to put it back right. they're just going to be there and tell you i don't think no. self doubt is something that is inherent in our brain i Pretty think much. It, it's, it's a hedging mechanism yeah, right it's, it's like uh, am i fooling myself am i fooling myself that's mm, the process yeah. then sometimes it goes too far mm, south mm. but uh, the toxicity that you bring out is a very interesting cuz like we were talking about hate is something you guys receive right shit that you receive and that's to toxic too and i'm sure in your personal lives as well you 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 dealt with toxicity in in whatever ways you have yeah more what, than a share i think like <laughs> <laughs> like okay i'm dealt with toxicity for a very long how, how do you how do you go about dealing with toxicity when you cuz you are upstarts in the digital space think of it like this you were two 
very young adults who are taking on the world in a society that is not okay with women even leaving the houses right yeah. so you and then you were doing all this courageous stuff of putting out pictures that may not suit everybody or putting out messages which yeah. are basically positive in nature but you're getting shit for it yeah. right how do you deal with that toxicity as you don't let it get to yeah, us yeah it's it, it you i mean it can be as simple as I that mean, you just don't even when people are like oh my god you're beautiful you are the best you are so intelligent yeah, we don't let that good. get to our head like, and we don't it. even let anybody say like you're ugly we we don't even let like do people really send you that not I mean, yet but little not, bit. like oh, okay, we get okay. mostly is positive yeah. but we do cuz imagine i'm a blog you're like you're ugly yeah so like we don't take the positive feedback and like no oh negative. my god we are amazing we are the right. best and right. there's the healthy feedback criticisms also that yeah. we do take seriously right, yeah. yeah you you've got to choose you what kind of comments out. that you will let Get that's very true head, yeah. that's very true because like this is not for validation anyway uh-huh. this is it's for expression it's yeah. for expression right. if exactly. validation was the motivation then i'm sure we would there'd be so many other things you yeah, can try there's hands we would read every like every bad dm that we had we would think about it right but yeah. we just don't like yeah how's about somebody who's starting along the travel blogging lifestyle blogging beauty blogging any of those what is your suggestion to them be true to yourself and your content and don't think about what you'll put out there that will get you likes or whatever just uh-huh. try to do your own thing and be original about it because I think at the end of the day, peep. There's see, there's pretty pictures everywhere. There's good places. There's people are doing everything. Right. If you contents find out, everywhere. Everywhere. Right. And if you yeah. find out that one thing that's different, especially like for you, and you try to express your blog in that way to that one, like your your USP basically. Right. I think you should just stick to that and let it go. Let it reach right. new people and. eventually they'll come now don't try to copy someone like right. also be yes you. be yeah. you exactly because everybody's trying to copy like this yeah there's right. always going to be someone with better photographs with better equipment with better things to say right or whatever right. but if you're being like authenticity you can feel it right there's a yeah. vibe right, right. there's a completion in your stomach like, yeah. when you're there's authentic there's a lot of travel right. influencers that i see they're using the same light shop presets the same the same uh, angles just the, the their profiles look very similar right 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 you know right, so there's right, right. no yeah i mean and like we we don't even use a camera we use our phones yeah mm-hmm. we have good phones so mm-hmm. the pictures are still aesthetic right. and we didn't know the first thing about photography we still editing learning. anything is yeah. like if you see the first few pictures and abhi you will see that the editing has drastically removed the angles have uh, improved everything has removed and removed you will be improved and this <laughs> and it's going to be that way like throughout because right. you'll keep yeah. on growing and it's learning from it constant learning constant yeah right, it is right, and right. you've got to have fun with it it's not a, it's not a bad thing that yeah, we don't know a lot of shit work, it's just interesting nah. if if you yeah. are not being real it's going to feel like work, work. because it's, it's not be coming passed. naturally to you mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. And like if you start like that then you have to keep up with it. Right, 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 right. If right. you are not if you're a if you're very shy but in front of the camera you try to sh- like be really Posture. energetic right 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 then that that is not coming naturally mm-hmm. to you so right. start off being shy yeah in the beginning maybe you get a lot of attention for being an extrovert but right. the thing is how will you keep up with it your right. mental health is going to get screwed you can't right like it's really exhausting to not be yourself uh-huh. also guys don't get fake followers please it's, yeah it's <laughs> what you were saying earlier is um, knowing yourself like only then can you be authentic right if you know who you truly are and like this is a question i've been asking people of late and i've been receiving a variety of answers so knowing yourself underrated overrated or just fine rated what do you think finding yourself do you not get the question 
it sure. is, no, it's not. It is it's not, not underrated no. at all. Like people yeah. talk about it often enough. You think it's very important still? It's very important. Of course it yeah. isn't. I don't think we have it figured out at all. I don't know who the fuck I am. Right. Yeah. It's, it's the process it's of the figuring out. Pro- again, process. Right. Yeah, Fall I mean, in love with the process. There are yeah. certain things that I feel like I do know about myself. Uh-huh. And then there are certain things I still have to mm-hmm. figure, mm-hmm. figure out. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Like right, there right. are certain things like since childhood, right? There uh-huh. are certain morals and values or whatever that Till you... Till the time I can answer the question that who is Vrinda, I don't think I know myself. Mm. Like yeah. I don't... Yeah, I think we know parts of ourselves yeah. and then there are Some parts of ourselves that we have just course, no idea even exists. Of like, that have uh, beginning to just show up like in the recent years and I think that's a process like that is the process of compounding right you, you're learning <laughs> that the process, yeah so you right. keep on learning and then right right right, right, right. I think it takes a while but it, right true 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 it, I don't think it ever ends it's endless have you, ever, have you ever been in a conversation where somebody's like tell me about yourself ah uh, I hate that question right it's like, what do I question. start with who am I what yeah. do I like what movies when somebody asks me what what, what is your favourite movie I'm like fuck sorry movies bhul gayi what movie right. do I like Haan, no, nobody Just, likes to be put on the spot like that no? right because it's like it's, it's a very vague question who yeah, are very vague question from philosophers to gurus everybody's been wondering who am I right that's that's not a good question to ask but I know it's a and I think part of the realization about who you are comes in the process of doing not sitting and contemplating oh yeah doing right because when once once you go out there and I didn't know that I liked things like I told you about no Mm -hmm. that I could be okay with hostels and Mm -hmm. in a very uncomfortable room but I could so that's one thing new I learned like tiny but like still something that I know no it's fundamental and if I didn't go up there I would have never realized yeah and like you realize people ask you things right if you were in this situation what would you do the answer in your head is different but when you but when you're in the situation you realize your reaction is different actually. so you have to put yourself in those situations in order to know what you're going to do like right. Okay. You, right sometimes you just freeze and then there are times where you you're the smartest person in the room where you're the one with the solution where you know you've been efficient there. or you've yeah. been whatever mm-hmm. the responsible one. and there there are times when you've been really irresponsible mm-hmm. so that's that's why do you look at me right now <laughs> she's like responsibility is your domain Vrinda listen you handle responsibility I'm going to do the mushrooms in Gili <laughs> no it's actually the other way around oh you're the responsible one I've now become a little yes. so on the starting only trips mein, I was thoda and Haan, recent but one mein, last trip I was the mom yeah last trip you were the mom I see, I see, who's, I see. who's doing shrooms like. right. <laughs> mother on mushrooms that's fine did we, did we talk about what your vision for this entire thing is have we have we mentioned that have we talked about this Kriti what our vision for this yeah yeah do you have a general idea where you're heading yeah I mean we want to de-stigmatize women traveling alone mm-hmm. Indian women specifically right yeah. Right. So the, the process the is primary. to liberate the people behind you, to allow women yeah, to and reclaim their freedom. Also, like, and there are still experiences yeah. that I don't think I can do as a woman. Right. I want to be able to push myself enough to be able to do them someday. You know, like very beautiful. Like one of there is this blogger Eva Zubek. I don't know if you know no, that. No idea. So she is from Poland, and uh, she's been traveling to countries like she's been living in Pakistan for two years uh-huh. and people don't do that like no. women don't do that no and she's gone to Afghanistan she's gone to Syria she uh-huh. you know these are right. not experience. disturbed places yeah but they're beautiful they have so much to offer oh hell yes and no so, and I, I actually think of going there but yeah I would have never thought of going yeah, there same. but when I see her doing it I feel like okay if she's doing it why can't I do it right. and it has to be a process I have to like do a hundred other things maybe ten thousand other things before I can actually think of doing one of and, those things and like that thought that if so, they're doing it why can I not do it yeah. it's the kind of impact like right. the slightest impact that I think you want to yeah, do yeah I never yeah. thought Pakistan would be on my bucket list 
But it is it's such be a beautiful careful, country. Be yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, but you understand what I'm saying. I do, I absolutely do. I just I said a joke that I had to crack. But uh, no, I had a friend from uh, back in back in New York who was traveling to Pakistan recently as well. To her friend. And like it's a strange she is as white as they come. Yeah. She's a redhead, just like pale, transparent white. And we understand what how white skin is fetishized in these parts, yeah. right? balls to her for doing that i commend that right and i can imagine what kind of, like for me it's always been what does bloody ecuador look like or what does uh, galapagos islands look like right it's just like where has nobody ever gone yeah. it's the it's the explorer within all of us right it's yeah, and yeah. it's exploring it runs on two tracks the world outside and the world inside yeah. i'm finding out about myself as i go yeah. it's um being in a place where nobody speaks your language is like being in a silent retreat because yeah, the yeah. fuck are you going to talk to yeah. right yeah, like yeah. and you just like slowly start going on the inside more than ever yeah, and, and it's because we're naturally very curious about things i think as human beings so that's also some a factor that plays into it right like you want to go beyond that horizon right. go there what's there like all our philosophy figure, began yeah. like that we looked up at the sky and the stars were there like, and we're like yeah well, exactly right? so that kind of yeah. has to be something <laughs> exactly. right so i will i will list of standard questions i want to go over these are more uh, more of the questions that i'm expecting you to sort of answer in a one line two line three line five line response right and so one of the questions i already put out what is your message on self doubt you already answered it but let's con- condense that what is your message for people who have self doubt i would say observe yourself mm-hmm. observe how mm-hmm. people around you affect you mm-hmm. observe how your habits and patterns affect you mm-hmm. and because internally i don't think like there's a lot you can do right first it needs to be like first change the things that you can control mm-hmm. completely like which is your external factors mm-hmm. that's what has worked for me but i mean again i'm right, going right, to be right, right 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 that's what has worked for me changing my like change the people that i interact with changing the kind of content that i watch uh-huh. on netflix that's changing true. the kind of books that i read uh-huh. changing the kind of instagram accounts that i follow like right. things like that also affect and it and finding with your own thoughts with your own well. thoughts you yeah. have to retrain your mind like right, yeah. right 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 That's, that's and how about you do you have a different message on uh, something that's what i said, like retrain your mind right. i want to keep i keep whenever i have those thoughts i just try to think that i'm being stupid right now and yeah. i just try to get those thoughts behind my like right. head and not think too much and just go ahead and do it do it like what's right. the worst thing that could happen just ask yourself that true 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 true, true. okay what's the your, what's your favorite how do i say what's the best thing you've gotten in all these years of traveling and running a blog what's what's your fo- what's your fondest accumulation in this while it's made me a more creative person i think and a person yeah. who wants to learn more and grow more and do like it's given it's me endless hungry. possibilities like, yeah. yeah it's made me hungry in a way yeah. yeah very interesting how's about you like i was uncomfortable with writing i was uncomfortable with photography i was never interested i didn't think i had the aptitude for it and i'm doing it now right like, I'm forcing you myself. Like oh, in the beginning, I had to force myself to do it, but now I enjoy it. Right. So it makes me realize that you know nothing is out of your reach. Out of your reach, like nothing is impossible. Like you know, they say, "Ki no, bachpan yeah. se you've had these skills, you have to stick to them throughout mm-hmm. your life." Mm-hmm. And this has made me realize that I don't have any limitations. Mm-hmm. I just have to figure things out. Like mm-hmm. I can do things that I have never experienced before. And but as long as I just have the motivation for it right so then it makes the world a little like yeah. better more hopeful you have more options mm-hmm. along the same line what's your word of advice to women and girls your age trying to explore their freedom what what would you say do it uh, starting in the beginning of course you're going to be f- 
facing a lot of troubles and challenges, right, resistances, right. all of that. But as you said before in the podcast, breathe through it, and of course things are going to get better. And right. you're going to thank yourself for pushing yourself out of that zone and yeah. going ahead and doing things. Yeah, like because fight you're with your parents. Yourself for sure. Fight for your freedom. Fight, fight for your rights. Yes. Fight with your parents is a good one. Yeah. Like, fight with your parents is a good <laughs> yeah, one. Like, no, no, no. I agree. I agree. I'm on board. I mean, it's. I'm. I hate that this is part of the conversation, even like in India still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, it is. But no, it you is. know what? I don't think of it as an absolute negative because I mean, parents are at least restricting in in a, in a good natured sense where they want the best for you, right? Yeah. Outside, everybody's an asshole, right? And you have to sort of fight all the time. You yeah. all, you're always fighting in any yes, case, right? So. You you'd better have a fight mm-hmm. that is conducive one here, yeah. and you'd better get trained in fighting. with people mm-hmm. who just are the strongest restricting force yeah. in you yeah. so yeah. you can do all the other shit exactly. on the outside that's right? why yeah. i feel like women are stronger because we like at the baseline we overcome more challenges absolutely like there are things that you guys don't even have to think about i'm 100% aware so of i feel like when we are traveling we are more intuitive mm-hmm. that's why i feel like you maybe have more scarier story or stories and ask because as women we have we have to be <laughs> no, no, we have a radar right? right we have a trouble radar right. and if things have the possibility of going slightly wrong which is yeah guys don't have that mm-hmm. i think in their embedded oh, no, no, in no, their no. mind we do right right there is a there is an analogy that i draw um, let me see if i can phrase that correctly it's like um, if you and this might be slightly like a slapstick kind of thing but if you leave 10 women in a room with a lighter and petroleum they will burn each other if you leave 10 dudes in a room with lighter and petroleum they'd burn themselves it's true men are self destructive at their core they would yeah. do the like i i'm sure i should have been so much more harmed than i am i'm lucky i'm grateful yeah, for that right? yeah, like exactly. um okay next question i have is how do you guys define beauty what what is your definition like what is your response what, how do you know something that speaks to you in a way that it, you you haven't spoken to been spoken to before there's right. something that resonates with you so much that you just stop and think that okay right I know, this is a new de- dimension that okay i'm experiencing right now right 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 so the right. rare moments but yeah they come right how about you what do you how do you define beauty um i think positivity right. is beauty like right. there's beauty in very like in every little thing like mm-hmm. there's beauty in like a sunflower mm-hmm. and first it's like beauty is in the eyes of like the i don't want to yeah. be yeah. like no 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 you're not being cheesy about right. beholder yeah. like right. it is you true know, it, it is, is true. true right like people there are people who will see only negative and then there are people who see beauty in literally everything yeah it reminds me of and it baffles me like how how are they doing it wow. and i would rather be that ridiculously you know right the person who will find beauty in everything than someone who's pessimistic yeah so it reminds me of a quote that there's a sunset every day and you can choose to be there for it ah, that's a beautiful quote yeah. Yeah. oh my god who said that it's know. in a movie this is i think it's in a movie wild do yeah. you know wild so wild is a book uh-huh. this woman who goes on this uh, long like three month trek alone to deal with her instead of going to rehab for heroin addiction uh, and to deal with a divorce she goes uh, on a trek for like on yeah. a hike for three four months and she's had no experience of hiking so uh, she like her mom used to say that uh-huh. so she very was quoting her mother oh yeah very interesting yeah, be, i'm going to borrow that while <laughs> yeah i think the movie is also really nice you should watch it i'm just too lazy mm-hmm. i'll be honest about it straight up <laughs> okay 
what's your philosophy of life in less than 20 words i'm going to think about that you you 30 think, seconds <laughs> okay how do you lead your life in less than 20 words how do you lead your life what's your philosophy of life what's what's the way you deal with your life in less than 20 words i think i like to challenge myself mm-hmm. and not be comfortable right and just explore right wonderful yeah. wonderful yeah. there's a sunset out there you know yeah. be there for it kind yeah. of thing how about you like no inhibitions no inhibitions great yeah, yeah like this uh, like i think that life is a balance right there's going to be good parts and bad parts and so we never crib about like when good things happen we never crib about that but whenever something slightly wrong happens we just lose, lose our, our shit. shit and my like the way i like to go on now is to think that whenever something bad or something slightly inconvenient is happening i am not what do i say i'm not pushing away from it like i'm not scared of it You're that you know appraising it okay that some something bad is happening to me right now but it's going to help me grow and learn in a way that no amount of good can so right. i got a tattoo yesterday and that sort of symbolizes that only it's oh, what's good it's actually healing right now uh-huh. oh it's today. healing it's oh healing. yeah right right where did you get it uh um, devil statue ji ke right. i heard good things about it yeah it's good. yeah I it's nice it got mine from yeah that gold right. was really cool thank you tattoo we'll talk about yeah, it yeah yeah okay, we'll <laughs> talk about it once again that's fine cuz i've been looking at a tattoo myself and i've been in touch with uh, one of my older friends i hope i'll hear back from him soon cuz this is the last week i have to do any of that shit and then i fly back um it has been phenomenal talking to you guys i've learned so much thank Absolutely you so much the same. Yeah. you guys are fun right of course yeah. <laughs> then i'm happy then i'm like okay there's no problem if you like this stuff might i please remind you to please press the subscribe button if you liked it enough if you press the subscribe button it only helps other listeners come to find the podcast more easier also if you disagree with something you are more than welcome to approach me on any of my social media handles or my email my email is mailme.prakargupta@gmail.com finally leave a feedback leave a review it really helps people who are list- who are checking my podcast out to find if they'd be interested in this content or not and eventually if you just love this podcast and you cannot stop thinking about it share it with somebody it really helps my audience grow a little bigger thank you so much for listening it's been incredibly fun doing this for you